Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Call yourselves Title Town? Are you kidding me? That's fraud. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Spoiler alert, Canada. Cup's coming back to the U.S. of A. There's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers. I I hate you guys so much. <laughs> My dog just shit his ass. Hey, everybody, what is going on? It is Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving, the biggest party day of the year. This is Craft Root Sports. I am Mike with me, as always, is Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight, man? I'm ready to... Do this, man. Ready to do this. Both turkey and burr. <laughs> that was that was the weirdest. Like you stumbled a little bit. You're like, I'm ready. Uh, I'm I'm ready to do this. And then you said burr instead of beer. I'm very thrown off by your intro there. Happy Drunksgiving, my friend. Happy Drunksgiving. Uh, greatest holiday of the year. Hanging out with us from his parents' house is Mookie. Mookie, how you doing over there, man? Uh, living the dream, dude. Uh, real excited to be back. I feel like it's um, it's gonna be real good to catch up with you boys. It's been a couple weeks since I've uh, talked to you, so uh, it's gonna be a good time. Let it let it built up comedy and sports takes. We have missed you. Uh, I've also missed you spilling your beer before the show even starts. Uh, that's a, a great way to get started. A good omen yeah. for the start of the show, right? Yeah, it's going super well. <laughs> Hey, 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 you want to say hi to any of the family? Yeah, or, let's say you know, hi. Hey, there's hey, Jenna. There's, there's Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey. Everybody, all right. That's walking in with the trash. So, all right. <laughs> just just in case, you know, the execs from Belly Up are listening today. If our numbers are a little low today, that's why. It's because they're all and everybody's everybody's getting a live show tonight uh, with right, where yeah. you're recording. I love it. Uh, well, tell the family we said hi, Drew. I know they can't hear us with your headphones on. We got an awesome yeah. show for you guys tonight. Uh, hard knocks. Grounded. <laughs> That's what I want. Before the end of the show, I want your dad to yell at you for swearing, Drew. I want your dad to get mad at you. You want my dad to get mad at me before the show? Yes, over? before the show is over, I want uh, uh, Drew and his dad fight. <laughs> you, you really i mean it would that be difficult I, I, I mean i almost i i almost threw a tv off a balcony one time because i was really and i put it out in front of the house yeah we need this story what happened what 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 caused this drew pass <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what happened yes please do please so he was, I don't know, 12, 14. And we, we, we had always said no TVs in, the, in your bedrooms, right? Because we were like super good parents. And so because we watch porn. Just, just real quick, because I know our listeners are, are already asking the question. No, there was no porn or co-eds involved. <laughs> so he, so we, we, we relented and he had, a, he had a TV in his bedroom for like four days. And we called him down for dinner 
and he wasn't coming. It wasn't coming. I finally went up there and he was watching the TV. So I literally unplugged the TV, <laughs> walked it out. We we had a house that had like a bridge across it, and I was literally gonna drop it off of that, except that I realized it would have broke the tile and my wife would have killed me. So I walked it out and put it out for the garbage in front of the house. That is amazing. It's better and than then what we I came thought and sat down, and the best part was his sister Anna. She was like, she's looking. She's like, oh, dad is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think I think I don't think we left it out for the garbage. I, I think we brought it in. It did not go back in his room though, because it was like, no, you're not doing this. Oh, that is awesome. This is gonna be this is gonna be a damn fun show. I want to hear more stories of Drew growing up and getting in trouble throughout the show. Oh, no, you don't. Hey, so Scott, what are you drinking this week? <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there was the one time we were driving back from a soccer tournament that we had taken a sister to. I'm not gonna go into all the details. <laughs> But I'm driving, his oh, mother's no, talking cool. to him on the him. cell phone, and she just keeps saying, oh, no, Drew. Oh, you didn't, Drew. Oh, Drew. And I'm I'm driving thinking, what the f- is this kid done? So, And then we had, like, after we a- after it was all revealed, we still had, like, a three-hour drive before I could choke him. So that was <laughs> <laughs> But he's a good kid. <laughs> This is the best beginning to a Thanksgiving Eve show that you could possibly imagine. It is family stories. This is exactly what you want. When you go back home, you want to sit with pops and mom and hear all about the dumb stuff you did growing up. So I'm glad we got to be a part of this. Is that half of that stuff's been revealed by my sister, not by me? Like, <laughs> I yeah, actually, he's right. His yeah. sister. So, honest, Drew got a lot of, away with a lot of stuff that we never knew about until his sister started telling us, like when she was eighteen and twenty. Well, you know, we did this and we did that. Like, Why are you telling us this now? But I mean, she, but she thought there was something important in being honest. Yeah, she's not about being honest. <laughs> Yeah, many Weird. years after. What a what a difference in siblings that, uh, that we have there. Yeah, so stay, stay in school, kids. Always have legal representation and nixing it till you die, man. Deny, <laughs> deny, deny. I did tell both my kids that as soon as they turned 18, the most important phrase to know was, I would like to speak to my attorney <laughs> because they're 18, man. And when you're 18, it's real. Yeah, it's a real totally, different, totally different story. So let's see. What else can I tell you? Guys, what, I'm trying to think what else I can tell you. <laughs> Drew, don't let your dad leave. We're going we're gonna to hear more from him throughout the show. I want to hear more stories and more embarrassment. I want to see if your face can get as red as mine normally does during the show. Well, well, I think then what we'll do is just bring him in on the CFP uh, reaction bit. Oh, then, okay. All right. Know, 
I know shots were fired in the group chat earlier this week around uh, Scott's specialty, so we may have to bring the the better half in on that too. But we'll we'll see how things pan out. All right, yeah, tons to get to. We're going to talk uh, NFL overreactions, hard knocks. Scott is bringing back haters' guide to hard knocks. Uh, we are going to talk some college football playoff rankings uh, and uh, this LeBron fight. Uh, no, our boy No Chill Gill chimed in with the the. Epic chime in of all time. Just no chill gill being no chill gill. Uh, and then uh, probably going to do some hockey later on. Before we get to all that, though, let's talk about these beers that we are drinking tonight. Scott, what is in your mug on this drunk's giving? Well, pumpkin beer continues. Oh, my so God. Again. How is that I possible? Have, I have pumpkin pillows, which is a pumpkin pie ale from Jagged Mountain Brewing Company. Uh, it's the description got me. It said it was brewed with pumpkin juice. I'm like, that's a weird way to say that. Pumpkin juice. <laughs> Never heard it described like that. Pumpkin juice, toasted marshmallows, cinnamon, nutmeg, and allspice. Oh yeah, this one right here. We're going on the Thanksgiving side scale, and Ooh. I am going to start off this one with. I'm gonna go with stuffing, and I love me some stuffing. It's not—it's not the best side, but it, it, stuffing is solid. Well, wait—if you're gonna throw out the scale, you got to give us the top and the bottom. What's the—what is the best side? Mashed potatoes and gravy is the mm, top side. Maybe. That's a good—that's a good top that's, side. What's—that's—that's that's a winner. What's the bottom yeah. of the scale? Oh, the bottom of the scale is salad. Have you ever been to Thanksgiving or had Thanksgiving and somebody shows up with a salad and or provides salad? And I'm like, who the hell eats salad on Thanksgiving? Uh, nobody. And you know why that person brings salad? It's because they're a terrible cook and they somebody already <laughs> claimed bringing the beer. So they were like, I'll bring a salad then, I guess. Like, And they just <laughs> dump a bag in a bowl and they're like, OK, ready to go. No, Mike, that's that's no excuse, because, look, speaking as the guy who's entered uh, canned chili into chili cook-offs three years in a row now, there's always the option for the canned cranberry sauce. So, like, if you can't be cooking shit, then just get the canned cranberry sauce that, for some reason, everyone still loves. I love it. Don't you hate on it. I love it. No, but here's, here's real talk. Here is the worst side, and I will die on this hill ten times a Sunday. The marshmallow <laughs> top sweet potato shit, whatever that is. I don't know if it's a casserole or that thing is awful. Mm, atrocious. Wrong, Leave it outside. All right, Drew, what are you drinking tonight uh, at mom and dad's house and rate it on the Thanksgiving side scale? Uh, yeah, so mine is, and this took me a minute to find on Untapped. It's called I Enjoy Romantic Walks Through the Produce Department. <laughs> At first, I was terrified because I couldn't find it on Untapped, so I just Googled that phrase and then added beer. But I kept getting all these, like, vegan T-shirts and shit like that. And I was like, did I get a vegan beer? Like, there's no way this is going to be good. Um, it's a sour from Something Brewery in Brighton, Colorado. 6.6% ABV, 3.8 caps on untapped. It's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. Um, I don't know that I would really go mashed potatoes with it right off the gate, but I'll give it, and I know this is breaking the rating system, but it's still on theme. It's when you walk into the kitchen right before dinner within 10 minutes of actually sitting down to eat with the family and you snipe some of those pieces of turkey straight off the bird. Like that's one of my favorite things to do. But then there's also some times where you burn your mouth that way or you get smacked with a wooden spoon because you get caught by grandma and then, you know, you you get a good old lashing. (laughs) Uh, So this one so far, this this 
I enjoy romantic walks through the produce department. Blackberry coconut kettle sour with graham cracker. So far as a turkey stuff straight off the bird on Thanksgiving. I dig that one. That's a that's a well done uh, rating there, Drew. This week, I think I've had this one on the show before because I, it's the name sounds very familiar to me. But I'm drinking Face Down Brown Ale uh, from Telluride Brewing Company out of Telluride, Colorado. Uh, it's a delicious brown ale. This one's got really good flavor, uh, and uh, I'm digging this one so far. I think on the Thanksgiving, oh, you didn't do that one. That's the one I did. did you do it? Okay, <laughs> I knew. Remember, that's the one that they put in because the one I wanted was sold out. And so they gave it to me as a, oh, hey, this is one of our highest rated beers. You'll have this one. And I'm like, oh, okay. Is it just me or does that name and description make you think of butt stuff? That's why yes, that's absolutely. why I bought it. That's right. why I bought it because I was like, ha, face down brown. That's funny. That's a, that's a good one. Well, we've uh, known since before college, you were always into butt stuff, Mike. So don't feel bad about it. Although if you're in the South and you say face down brown, it, it's different <laughs> race car <laughs> i'm not allowed to play the train i couldn't game. get there fast enough thank you drew <laughs> race <laughs> car better that mookie just threw it out there in his voice <laughs> do it again mookie i want to hear it one more time race car <laughs> now do it british do it british <laughs> do it british british I fucking hate you both, but uh, I, I was going to try to work this in at some point soon, but I, I saw this great new show that I think is going to help me with my British accent. Uh, I got to binge through some of the series or the shows to get caught up. Uh, have you heard of this Ted Lasso thing? <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, man. Like, it's it's really, it's, it's also a show that I think everyone in the family could get down with because of the way they positioned the storyline early on. I don't know. We'll see how it holds up, but it's it's pretty entertaining. I love this that Mookie is just discovering the show that we've been telling him for months to watch. <laughs> like watch he's forever. like, oh, yeah, you should watch it. No, I'm not doing that. It's, and now it's he's about a football coach that's not actually coaching football, but he's coaching football. It is an amazing TV show. It, it is, is so well written. Uh, also, this beer is ama- is an amazing beer, and I would rate this one. Oh man, this is t- I'd probably go in stuffing too, but stuffing's higher on my list. Like stuffing is just barely under mashed potatoes and gravy. It's like that's what I'm right saying. up like, there. It's, a, that's it's, the, it's right there. Like, you're, like it's, it's, it's like mashed potatoes and gravy and so mashed potatoes and gravy and stuffing are like one A one B for me. Those are the two. And they're, 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 well, yeah, because you know most of the time I'm spooning them together. I'm getting that little bit of stuffing. No, no. What are you doing? Oh, no, yeah, no. Not. You keep those separate. You could get like one or two bites that way, but you keep those separate man you of don't course, mix of no. course you would go separate but equal on your plate big shock see and here's what race card two times in the first half hour let's go first half hour we haven't even gotten out of mike's beer we haven't yet. talked yet we're, we're still i want more drew stories uh awesome. gabe gabe says he's drinking uh wicked weed brewing pernicious ranking it as mac and cheese uh mac and cheese solid side that's actually that's something I wanted to talk about, and I was going to get into that in NFL overreactions, uh, but we can get into that right now. Who was Wait, the before, dude? Before, Go ahead, before we jump to mac and cheese, because y- y'all were hitting hard on the stuffing topic, I need to know, what is your stuffing recipe? Like, I don't need to know, like, tablespoons of salt and that shit, but, like, generally, what is your stuffing like? Uh, well, after I open up the box of stovetop, I generally follow the directions. Boom. 
No, we do homemade. Uh, my my mom I mean, has my grandma's recipe, and now my wife uses that recipe. So I get grandma's stuffing every year, and it is amazing. I don't know. They gotta you gotta like stale out the bread, and then you gotta break it all apart, and then you gotta like put in the onions and the celery, and it's good. I don't know what they but do. You don't put any weird shit like carrots in there. Right? No, 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 no. I right, hate no. when people put yeah. The, don't people don't put carrots and celery into the damn stuffing. Don't do that bullshit. You can do celery. Celery's fine. Don't you talk shit yeah, about celery in the legit. stuffing? Uh, celery in the I'm stuffing not, is. <laughs> <laughs> <Speaking> <laughs> like I don't Let's... want it to be crunchy in my shit. Like that's no, it like, cook. You cook it first. And no, then I know, but I've had crunchy. people where it's just like, why is this still crunchy? Like not raw, but it's just it's not cooked enough. Mm. Man, Scott, why do you hate yourself so much? A little crunch is not a bad thing. Like, learn to embrace that, bro. Oh, man. Wait, I Scott, are you stuffing. saying you like wet stuffing more than dry stuffing? Yep. I oh, like gumming, maybe. Is there no. is there such a thing as dry stuffing? Oh yeah, there's dry stuffing. You oh, can't. Yeah, it's not stuffing. in that case. It's not stuffing. They call it dressing because it doesn't go in the bird. You yeah. cook it in a pan outside the bird, uh, and they call it dressing. But man, it is. It's good. Dry stuffing is where it's at. But then you get dry stuffing with a little gravy on it. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Anyways, who was the dude from the Patriots that said mac and cheese is overrated? I saw the headline and I didn't look any further because I I was was like, (laughs) wasn't it Cam Newton that said that? No. Well, he may have also said that. I don't know. Did Cam say it? Now you're missing the the callback to the preseason. Yes. He nicknamed Mac Jones mac and cheese. Matthew then, Judon? Who the fuck is Matthew Judon? Then got his ass cut. Wait, that's somebody for the Angels. I don't... <laughs> Wait, what? What <laughs> What the hell is going on here? I don't... Drew, I don't remember uh, Cam Newton calling Mac Cam Jones Newton Mac and Cheese. Mac Jones Mac and Cheese in preseason because they were talking to him about all his nicknames for all the players as like a way to like build camaraderie and shit like that. And then he got his ass cut for him. And so that's why I think he would believe Mac and Cheese is overrated. Yeah. I, okay. Now I get the joke. It, it was. I know, it's, it's not good when you. Sports, yeah. When you have to explain it. Uh, so yeah. So this dude from the Patriots uh, comes out and says that mac and cheese is disgusting. Says it's a terrible side. He said all it really is is noodles and cheese. It's like, well, yeah, because that's mac and cheese. But this makes me feel like this dude has not had good mac and cheese. Like yeah, if you're this absolutely <laughs> feels like he's not had a home bake. He's like. Definitively, it comes out of a box. It's blue. You add some milk and butter. Mm. Like it, it's just gross. Like yes, sir, you, you're right accurate. There, if that's your experience, your life experience of mac and cheese is is craft, then yes, you are 100 accurate in your take. But if you've had real baked mac and cheese, then get the fuck out of here with that take. Why is he saying the bathrooms be less busy if you stop eating mac and cheese? Again, to Scott's point, someone's done something wrong here. <laughs> mac and cheese is having you blow up the bathroom. Dude. I feel like, like he, you know what? He may be lactose intolerant and just not figured it out yet. <laughs> I feel like whoever brought the mac and cheese that led him to this viewpoint should have brought salad that year. They shouldn't be allowed to bring <laughs> mac and cheese. They would have been safer. <laughs> I brought the mac and cheese. Let me just, you got a pot and six cups of water and get this thing cracking. I love, I love the idea of somebody just being like, hey, where can I put this packet of cheese? This, this, I just need to set this somewhere. It's not ready yet. I'll mix it when the time comes, uh, no, when we get a little closer. Don't that, don't that packet of cheese. You ever done that shit? You ever set the damn packet of cheese down? Forget where you set it? Fucking panic sets in, man. Like, Digging shit. through the trash like a psychopath oh, no. raccoon trying to find that thing. Like, did I throw this? Oh, my God. You know what else is worse? When you, when your kids get like the, 
the character mac and cheese or like the different oh, shapes the rather than rows. the straight ones. They're disgusting, but they have different directions what? on it. So you have and to like, have you, yeah, it's different and it's different. It's like different amounts of butter, different amounts of milk. So you yeah, throw the box away because you're used to making the same mac and cheese all the time for the kids. And then it comes time the to put this in and it's like, oh luck. no, this isn't good. Dude, this is bad news. You don't know what you're doing. Clearly like, the the characters you use specifically to capture and hold the cheese in if you want to does that prick eat spaghetti says whitey which one of us are you referring to <laughs> he's talking about judon from the patriots <laughs> i know i just want to see him say that to judon's face that'd be a really good segment <laughs> whitey goes after judon that's a that's a good one uh no wait drew you think the character mac and cheese holds up sounds accurate whitey goes after judon Race card. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Drew, I want to know. Wait, before we move on, I want to know. You Why legit goes after Jew, Don. <laughs> <laughs> See, comma placement is very important, kids. Very important. <laughs> Moving on. Scott, you watch Hard Knocks this week? I did. It's back, baby, in season. <laughs> First time ever that Hard Knocks goes in season, this time with the Indianapolis Colts. The first episode was last week, right after we got off the air. Second episode starting tonight at 10 o'clock. Scott, catch us up on last week's episode, The Hater's Guide to Hard Knocks. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you a little bit of music for this time around. I feel like All this right. is this is what it, we, we need. We're going to do it like we did with the Cowboys and just rapid fire. Yeah, you just fired off. I'll, I'll stop you when I feel like we need to jump in. Drew okay. probably hasn't seen it. Drew's going to catch up in like a year and a half from now. He's going to be like, you guys heard of this show, Hard Knocks? It's crazy. Are doing it in season now? <laughs> <laughs> they follow around a football team. It's wild. You get to see the ins and outs of the NFL. I love it. All right, go ahead, Scott, when you're ready. A screen featuring a mountain, wearing for a wild ride. Woo boy. Sure would be nice if these clowns could have beat someone in the NFC West who wasn't the 49ers. <laughs> I miss DeForest Buckner so much. First Jim Ursay sighting. Hide your booze, hide your pills. Niners oh, throwback. So fire. Jim Ursay is high right now, isn't he? <laughs> Six minutes in and I haven't heard Liv's voice. What the hell are we even doing? Leave. Uh, Leaves voice, not live. It's not yeah. Liv Schreiber. Ah, uh, you know. Uh, it's a- <laughs> uh, does Hadley know the difference between Dakota and Mahomes? Uh, Wait, stop right-, right there! Stop right there! I thought that might be that's, your first. Topic. That's a good joke right there. Hadley is Carson Wentz's daughter. Uh, they of course had to do the here. We're gonna have the quarterback's kid come on screen, and uh, the the daughter gets to play around, and we're gonna dance, and it's gonna be super fun. Uh, also, I was very nervous when they showed Carson Wentz's wife because she looks like she's about. 12 years old it was very uncomfortable seeing that girl she seems like months pregnant yeah and she seems like she's being held captive i don't know you know (laughs) did you get the pronoun right there (laughs) yes i did i don't did you she she also she looks like a young jenna bush but she's gigantic. Like, it's like, how pregnant are you? Like, that looks like way more than nine months. But a very young, <laughs> underage Jenna Bush. Man, why would you ever want to have Carson Wentz's kid, too? Like, Two if, of them if, now. 
Two oh of them. Like, doesn't she know she's got his money after the first one? <laughs> I just feel bad for her. Someone is holding her captive. That's the only <laughs> she looked so uncomfortable uh, later on in the episode when she was in the box. We'll get to that. Okay, anyways, go ahead, Scott. Sorry. Uh, go ahead. Uh, you mentioned dancing. Um, good to see white people learn their dancing skills at such a young age. <laughs> um, girl number two. Carson sounded like Gordon Hayward with his excitement. <laughs> 49ers legend Bubba Ventrone. I did not know that he coached special teams for the Colts. Good for him. He's a, he's a superstar on uh, special teams during the Hollywood years. I love me some Bubba. Colts in season 2021, and yet here we are watching the draft in the Eagles video from 2016. Cool. Uh, is this a sit down with Frank Reich or Hard Knocks? Move the fuck on already. <laughs> Eight new babies around, huh? The Colts, fuck. Yes, stop right there. That was that was my big takeaway when they mentioned that there was one player who just had a baby, and then Carson Wentz was expecting any day, and then there were six seven other on their way. Yeah, six others were pregnant. Just been born back in February. Absolutely amazing to me that they uh, that there was that, and I was like, man, whatever the Colts were doing in the off season, it they must have. I felt like they did that thing where the team was like. No fucking during the season. We got to save up the <laughs> testosterone. You're not allowed to fuck. So after the season, it was just on like donkey, like just straight rabbits all off season long. And now you got eight kids coming. Uh, whew, that's a lot. <laughs> Drew, <laughs> are you are you shook by the thought of eight kids? Yeah. I mean, it's not all like, the same person. If that makes you feel better, we don't have an octomom situation going on here. I mean. Wait, you mean not all the same person or not all at the same time? Because both are bad. Uh, but I just, that's just so many names to remember. Like, seriously, though, like, can you imagine? Like, I get Antonio Cromartie's pain now. Like, just thinking about this and, like, actually sitting down and thinking about this, I understand why he is the way he is. Okay, Joe, stop the music for a second. All right, thank okay. you. Drew, do you think it's <laughs> one person? Having eight kids, like even by eight different women, like one guy having eight mm-hmm. kids. That's that's your that's your interpretation that, that's, of that's, what was just said. That's what you think we were talking about. Yes. <laughs> no. I'm gonna be honest. I stopped listening. Okay. Was watching this video of Shaq and Charles Barkley fighting. That was in the uh, Shaq suing his former business partner story. Do you know that Shaq punched Charles right in the face in an NBA game? Yeah. All right, Scott, back into it. What else you got? (laughs) Bite the umbilical cord off. Who the fuck is this guy? A goddamn baby reveal. I suddenly missed 2016 Eagles video. Show football holy shit. Two baby reveals. They did gender reveals from the Colts stadium. Uh, Two linemen also having girls. Uh, My favorite part of that was the linemen FaceTiming Carson Wentz. And like one was very clearly excited that he was having a girl. He was like, I knew it, girl dad. And then then the other one. (laughs) Well, then the other one, the other lineman found out he was having a girl. And he was like, oh, okay, cool, a girl. And the other one was more pumped than he was. He was like, fuck yeah, our daughters are going to be best friends. Linemen, we fucking make girls. It's the best. Uh, All right, go ahead. Sorry, Scott. Darius Leonard harassing the interns about perceptions about his weight. (laughs) The exciting stuff continues, I guess. 
Really? Another kid just renamed this shit Colts in-season daycare. You know, what I you know what I don't watch Hard Knocks for? Parenting tips. Thanks, HBO. Herbs on video, not grinding someone. Weird. <laughs> Only Jonathan Taylor we acknowledge is the 90s teen heartthrob. Sorry, other guy. You damn right about that, Scott. You damn you right. JTT. This fucking conversation about Taylor is goddamn cringy. He's good. We get it. He's not a fucking legend. Chill the fuck out. How's your wife feeling? I wish Carson would have responded like Lloyd and Dumb and Dumber. What the fuck is that supposed to mean, bro? <laughs> Looks at clock. 5.09 a.m. Fuck off with the 5 a.m. is early shit. Don't these fuckers supposedly get up at like 4 a.m. to train every day? Guess that's all been a fucking lie my whole life. <laughs> First one in the gym, but not the first one in at the delivery. <laughs> yeah, it's like 5 p.m. is when you're getting induced, dude. It's so early. Why? Why so early? It's an unheard of time. Like we know why. We know why Carson went. It was like I just don't fucking know. I guess that's when they got me in. Asking me. We know that none of those dudes have been referred to as a gym rat in in their draft stock. Never, never 5 a.m. early. LOL, I could watch a group of NFL players trying to secure a loose football in slow motion on repeat. That's got to be where the phrase, like a monkey funking a football, came from. Uh, funking a football? Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> fucking a football, you asked. Wait, Sunshine is the first the time anger. the Jags have ever had the first overall pick. I would have lost everything gambling on that prior to hearing that step. A no, kid chugging didn't. Sprite on camera for almost a minute. Why am I still watching <laughs> Is he good? How the fuck would she know from up in the skybox with you? <laughs> COVID and this kid is licking the glass. I can't. Are we going to home to see daddy? No! LOLs. Ohio State throwing bananas in the trash can was the most interesting thing in this episode. Not off to a good start, Colts. Oh, Scott, well done. That was a well-done recap of the first episode of Hard Knocks. If you missed it, now you know what happened. Uh, yeah, dude, the kids licking the glass. I was like, can you not have your child lick glass? And then especially since it was Wentz's kid and he's walking around with the mask on. So clearly unvaccinated, yes. like there's no he's he's following all the protocols. So he's unvaccinated and his kid is licking windows in the stadium. It's like, I really hope they disinfect all of this box. And they like the kids are like in each other's faces. They're like, oh, she wants to give you. I'm like, oh. His dad's not vaccinated. You might want to back so away there. Jeremy, so Jeremy, <laughs> but just all the kids. It just oh, it was like and the, like I said, the two most cringy moments for me, although cringy because it just like they kept showing Wentz and his kid, and it's like she's little and she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. So all the moments are awkward, but they're trying to force him. And his wife, when she said that, it's like, hey, we're going home to see daddy, and the kid just screams. No! <laughs> and then when, the, when Ballard was sitting there with, with the running backs coach or whatever, and they're having this clearly scripted, like I was like, how many takes did it take them to get them talking about Jonathan Taylor like this? It's just, 
the, the running backs was just like, we haven't seen nobody like this ever. Like, not in the history of the NFL. He, he could be that good. I'm like, can we stop with all the fucking hyperbole? You know. Jonathan Taylor, he's going to be out of the league in four years. You know that conversation was recorded after the game this past Sunday. Like, it's clearly foreshadowing to get you ready for this coming episode where after he had the monster game that won everybody who had him in fantasy uh, after he won that game. That's what they were going for. They recorded that like Sunday night and they were like, Hey, uh, we got to get something for, uh, to pump up this Jonathan Taylor story. So, you know, go ahead and and give it a go. Seriously. How many times in a meeting room empty, except for the general manager and the running backs coach. And they're just sitting there (laughs) sucking off the running back. Who's nowhere to be found. Just the two of them chopping it up about how great he is and how legendary he is. It was, it was real cringy. I was just like, God, they they couldn't have made this. They couldn't have like done a voiceover for this or had it over video of him. Cause just seeing the two of them sitting there in shorts, looking at each other, waxing on about this guy who's not in the room. weird all right scott i gotta be honest i might have to bail on this season if we do not get video because the story came out after and i guess we should do the football drop right because we are talking football let's let's talk football for real If we do not get video of Jim Ursay autographing $100 bills and handing it out to Bills fans in this upcoming episode of Hard Knocks, I want no part of the rest of the season. That story came out that in Buffalo, Ursay was autographing $100 bills and handing it to people from the box. I was like, oh my God, this better be on Hard Knocks. If this is not on Hard Knocks, HBO can kick rocks. I'm done. Lee Schreiber will not be able to save that fact anymore. Uh, that was a huge game. Overreaction time, fellas. Uh, the Bills, they're done, right? Like, they're out. They are a terrible team. Probably should look at drafting a quarterback. Uh, may need to just move the franchise to Canada at this point, right? They may need to draft an entire defense if they're just going to let Taylor and anybody else run through them like that every Sunday. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, seriously, first picks, just just defense down the line. Who's the highest-rated defensive guy we got on our board? Take him. Holy <laughs> crap, that was horrible. Drew, did you see any of that game? No, I was watching other ones because I really didn't have anyone go into that game for fantasy, so it didn't matter to me. Uh, <clears throat> the real question is if they move the team to Canada and Canada does not let the team in because they have unvaccinated players, does that count as a win for the Toronto Bills? Ooh, that's a good question. So you're saying move them to Canada to help yeah. your win percentage uh, because because right. <laughs> you're not going to have to play against Aaron Rodgers ever. That's uh, a hell right. of a home field advantage. <laughs> or Joe Flacco. <laughs> or any other number of quarterbacks. Apparently Not Carson Wentz. He, Carson yeah. Wentz wouldn't yeah. have been playing in that game on Sunday. And that would have changed the Wait, entire did he play? Outcome. Did he even play? I don't even know if he played on Sunday. Got to uh, does it really matter? I mean, honestly. Like, uh, Carson Wentz, right? <laughs> like, he probably went, like, 18 for 35, threw for a buck 80, a touchdown and two picks with a fumble. Like... That's Carson Wentz's career right there. You know? <laughs> or some some hillbilly out of that North Dakota state or whatever the hell it is. He's made himself a nice little living. He's got himself a uh, you know captive child bride that's giving <laughs> that So hey, you know, it could be a hell of a lot worse. You could have the entire same situation but still be stuck in the Dakotas. That's a fair point. That is a fair point, Mookie. Uh, Scott, what do you got as your first overreaction from the week? 
Niners Super Bowl still <laughs> on course. It's not. There's no stopping them now. They've won two in a row. Did you see them dismantle the Jags? Man, tore the shit out of them. It's it's happening, baby. Listen, Jags, it's another another conqueror of the mighty Bills. Exactly. <laughs> so by transitive property, the Niners are better than the Bills at this point because they beat the Jags. Jags beat the Bills. So there you go. Niners over the Bills. Mm-hmm. It all makes Super Bowl sense. Time. All I just over again. I just realized you're wearing a Braves World Series hat. It didn't even click until oh, yeah, just I was now. That last week. You didn't see that? No, I didn't see that last week. God damn, man. You bought all the gear. My God. I your bank account is it's gotta be drained at this point. As you're drinking from a world champions dugout mug. Yes. <laughs> Listen, Listen, like, the, these, these are investments here, right? These things will age very well, and and they're going to be collector's items when you know twenty six years from now the Braves have another shot at a title run. <laughs> right when Scott's an old man and has another chance to see the Braves win. Mookie, what's your uh, first NFL overreaction or football overreaction or any overreaction? Uh, yeah, Joe Flacco is the new Jay Cutler. <laughs> His unvaccinated ass is apparently worth a risk and playing with house money, as Salah says, uh, as he continues to miss time for being on the COVID list. But listen, and, and this is what really sold me on it, is that he is a great quarterback, a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Uh, if you need someone to step in and calm an offense down, Joe's our guy. That sounds just like my boy Jay, just he's still in the league. <laughs> Uh, I love this idea that Flacco is just Jay Cutler reincarnated. Uh, by the way, Mookie uh, Whitey said, I spit my vodka out at Captive Child Bride. Well done, Drew. <laughs> so tip yeah, of the cap to you, man. Uh, that's a little redundant because I don't know that there is a nun. But, you know, we should probably just get your overreaction here. Uh, well, I gave you I gave you one there, uh, and I, I apologize. I don't have the mixer up. I was looking to give you a rap air horn for uh, for your actual solid joke. There, there it is, and it's not going to play. It's not playing. That's disappointing. That is very disappointing. All right. Well, it better start working for when you get booed. That's all I know. Uh, <laughs> here's. <laughs> I'm. I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm not getting booed tonight. Wow. that's It's, a, just, it's not happening. Is it's it because happening. the board just, isn't working? Is that why you think you're not going to get booed? No, 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 no. It had nothing to do with that fact. Um, just I can feel it in my bones. It's going to be a strong showing for me tonight. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I got um, that Ted Lasso guy on my side. I believe. <laughs> uh, my next overreaction uh, is uh, the Steelers. God, you are terrible. What a terrible organization. I hate everything about them. Uh, Cam Hayward punching Justin Herbert in the stomach. They're just trash. Every Everybody associated with the Steelers, trash. Uh, ben Roethlisberger can't win the big game. He's done. He's washed. The whole team should just mail it in. They're they're done. I hope Mike Tomlin leaves for USC because that's the only way he's going to find a job with a winning program uh, again. And that's saying something because USC is garbage too. So there you go. Steelers, you're out. Scott, what's your next overreaction? My next overreaction is to take your overreaction and replace every instance of the word Steelers <laughs> with the Seahawks, Mike Tomlin <laughs> with Pete Carroll, and that is my overreaction. 
Like every time you said Steelers, just throw in <laughs> Seahawks. Uh, Cameron Hayward, you can omit that. Well, uh, Russell Wilson for uh, Ben Roethlisberger, he's fucking washed. Uh, and Pete Carroll, he needs to go back to USC to ever have a successful winning season again. And yeah, the entire franchise is just dog shit. What it, what happened there, man? Like that franchise no, no, was no so. <laughs> Russell Wilson can't find the broadside of a boat. Like both of them, both the Steelers and the Seahawks were like programs that you like penciled in the Steelers as the AFC North champ every year. Like, and granted the Browns were garbage and the Ravens didn't have Lamar Jackson. They were actually running with Joe Flacco, the, uh, the elite passer that he is but you had like the Steelers were like the class of the AFC North and you had the Seahawks for a stretch there as the team to beat out West and now both of them like the cyclical nature of the NFL is mind-boggling to me man how you could go from being that dominant for so long to being complete and utter trash it's amazing to me absolutely amazing it's it makes it more infuriating that the patriots have just been good for like two decades straight. and they're good again like yeah, they, where did they, they come from this year and now here they go again they they started off and it was like okay here we go they're not they're not good anymore bill belichick doesn't have it he's got this quarterback that he's not going to be able to turn into tom brady and now here we are the patriots are near the top in the good. afc they're they are back again and it is awful it is awful to see them being good again mookie what's your this next is, this is how this excuse whole story me ends, isn't it we're gonna <laughs> go me. from we went from brady winning last year to bill winning this year and that's not still not being able to decide who was the better of the two during the run no no no. that's you just hit on it that's what we've got so bill's gonna win it this year the bucks are gonna get tripped up somewhere along the line they're not gonna make to the super bowl bill's gonna win it this year and then next year Bill and the Patriots versus Brady and the Bucks for the Super Bowl, and that decides it all. It's the trilogy to end it all. That's incorrect. That is not what's going to happen. I hate everything about what you just said. This is the year that the Patriots play Tom in the Super Bowl. It's going to happen. And and it's going to be like what you said, Mike, where Bill will beat Tom this year, so we still don't know. And then just to really fuck with us and stick it to everyone – they're both going to go to Detroit and win it again. <laughs> Just to really shove a your finger up to all of the NFL historians and everyone involved with the league. They'll be like, look, we're I would, so I good. Them, I would hand them goat status of them as a package deal. Went to Detroit and won a and Super won a Super Bowl. Won 100%. Look, all I'm saying is if there's one thing we know about Tom and Bill, they know Motown. <laughs> Okay, Mookie, what's your next overreaction? <laughs> oh, I need I need another one to top that. Oh, that was an overreaction. <laughs> I thought that was just you being Mookie and going wild card and doing your. Uh... No, I, I had it queued up, and then and then you started, you know, tiptoeing into my my territory. So I tried to chime in. But Scott kept saying stuff about Braves, Braves, Braves. This and then Sacramento Kings. That. <laughs> What? You know, shit happens. <laughs> Caitlin wants to know, are the Lions going to get their first win tomorrow morning or uh, no. tomorrow, not night? Uh, yeah, they've got that that sweet 12 o'clock spot where nobody will be watching. Thank God, because the Bears and the Lions sounds like a punishment on Thanksgiving and not an enjoyable experience is. to watch. But they are saying that Nagy, apparently there's reports that he's been fired and tomorrow is his last game, which is an awkward thing to be like, listen, we're firing you. 
but you still have to work until Thursday. And then afterwards, get the hell out and we're getting somebody else in there. Did you see that an Illinois high school had to apologize because during a game, the students were chanting fire naggy during the game? So the high school apologized. Why did they apologize? Here we are telling kids they need to tell the truth and they need to express their opinions in a polite manner. And fire Nagy is about as polite and truthful Wait. as it gets. Like, I mean, they could have said, fuck the Bears, fire Nagy, but, you know, they just went did, with half of that. And it, it's the truth. Did did his kid go to that school or the school that they were playing that day? I have no idea. I don't know if his kid is involved okay, well, at all. That's why they uh, should apologize. His sister works at that school. Oh, shit. Caitlin, we need a whole story here. We need you as a correspondent yeah. to tell us what went down. Why did they apologize for that? Because if honestly, like it would have been badass if the school came out and was like, listen, we know that our students uh, use language that, well, actually – Nah, fuck it. They're right. Fire Nagy. Like, that would have been the best press release in the world. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I don't know why they would discourage something like that. It's it's better when they're, you know, sitting there saying, you know, when the, the, the rich kids are saying that the public school kids are poor and shit like that. Like... We're just saying much better than here, that. Right? Oh, there she goes. Okay, so Caitlin said her friend works at the school they were playing, uh, and the school is always getting in trouble for bullshit, and the school doesn't give a fuck. So it was just a bullshit apology. They don't really care that they offended the Bears or Nagy. But, man, I love this idea of just high school kids trolling the Bears. It was all over Bull – like, at the Bulls game, they were chanting fire Nagy. Like, <laughs> everybody in Chicago hates this man. So you, like – you think about this for a second. You live that in Chicago, great, one of the biggest cities in the world, and there is not a single person in the city who likes you. They all want you gone. That has got to be the loneliest feeling in the world. And here's what's going to happen. And here's my next overreaction. Nagy gets fired. And next year, his replacement Jim Harbaugh. That's right, because Harbaugh is going to lose to Ohio State this weekend, and he's going to leave Michigan, and he is going to Chicago. Yes, the Bears will hire khakis. It'll be his triumphant return to the NFL, and he's going to get smoked in the NFL just like he did in college. It's done. (laughs) Let's let's pump the brakes on all that smoked in the NFL. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Career is stellar. Let's not. Let's. Thanks to Colin. Thanks to Colin. He doesn't have Colin. In there. I was going to say, if he could have managed his locker room a bit, a bit, a little bit better, he might have had a shot. You know, <laughs> just, just letting all kinds of stuff go on to distract from the game of football. That's the problem. Too many kneelers. <laughs> yep. Goddamn right. But in Illinois, you're not going to have that problem because you know you're not in that that blue California, you know, West Coast style situation. So you're going to have you know meat and potato kind of guys, right? Because I tell you what. I don't know many mobsters that uh, that kneel. Justin Fields screams. Justin <laughs> Fields should maybe kneel more often, if I can say that. Dude needs to stop getting hit so early in his career, but whatever. He did uh, go to Ohio State, so. Caitlin is not on board with this Harbaugh theory. I think this is how it goes down. I think Khakis ends up in Chicago. Uh, that's my thought. You be so blessed to have one Jim Harbaugh show up and want to coach that morbid franchise, Caitlin. How dare you? <laughs> I don't know why she cares so much. Like, honestly, Caitlin, the uh, 
she's Super a, she's a Bears, Bears fan. Like a long, no, I know that, but that's what I'm saying. Like she's oh, had a you long just don't know why to, she is. And this is coming from Alliance fans. Uh, he knows. Yeah. He's how are you saying anything help. to anybody, <laughs> Drew? About it? I don't know. Uh, riddle me this, Batman. How many pieces of Lions gear do I own? I have no idea. Zero. I, oh, okay. Look, so you're a terrible I, fan. Got it. I'm sure if that's what you want to call it. More like I yes. just kind of grew up nearby where they played football. I almost said soccer. God, I wish they did. <laughs> they they score like they're playing soccer. There's a lot of True. zeros that get put up there. Zeros, <laughs> yeah. And they, they kick the ball a hell of a lot, too. Just not good in the rain when they're playing the Steelers. A good day for them oh is if God. they put up three, just like in soccer. <laughs> yes, sir. And ties are celebrated. <laughs> you know, like, highlight of the season so far. This is this is amazing. We figured it out. The Lions have been playing soccer this yeah, whole time. The this whole <laughs> time. They just need to get Ted over there, and then they'll be square. Running you know? circles around the rest of the league. As soon That's as the right. switch is over to soccer, they're going to be the, the Patriots of the league. <laughs> or apparently, according to Drew, whenever Bill and Tom show up, then it doesn't matter, and they'll be fine. <laughs> When Bill and Tom show up, Super Bowl, uh, and they, they win it oh, all. Oh, that Bill and Tom. I thought you were talking about the radio host. I was like, what the fuck? No, I know who those guys are. Bob and Tom? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Whatever. Same difference. Bob, Bill, they both sound like boring white dudes. So I'd listen to Bill and Tom morning <laughs> talking Detroit Lions football, though. <laughs> uh, Scott, you got any more NFL overreactions? Uh geez. Uh, the Niners and the Seahawks got flexed out for the, the Chiefs and the fucking uh, uh, Broncos because we need to see more Brittany Mahomes and fucking prime time. Like, what is the NFL doing? Like, that's my reaction. Like, stop putting that family in positions to be in front of more faces. We need less Mahomes family, not more, <laughs> not 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 national coverage. Good lord, what are you doing, NFL? Yeah, I do feel like this is a misstep to put, uh, and not even uh, Patty, because you know Patty's struggling this year. But it is what it is. But yeah, don't PK, don't let uh, his family have any more spotlight. Uh, don't don't let Britney near a camera. They're quickly turning into the NFL versions of the Kardashians. Like, this is the in-season. It's not in-season hard knocks. This is in-season Kardashians. <laughs> the fucking Chiefs. Like, Jesus, man. These two. Uh, all right. Let's talk Let's talk college football playoffs real quick. Oh, go ahead, Mookie. Done with the reactions? No, go ahead. I thought you were done. Go ahead. No, I, I, I think I've got the walk-off here, and, it, and it's pretty recent, so everyone may not quite be up to date on this, but uh, might get ready for that drop. Uh Everson Griffin will be Talkspace's next spokesperson following up Michael Phelps. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, never mind. We'll just go. You, had, you, you apparently didn't hear the story today about Everson Griffin and the Vikings. No, I heard, but... <laughs> yeah, your original question was, it stands, What? <laughs> Why was, that, why was that the walk-off, man? Why are you making that joke and saying this is the walk-off? As soon gonna, as you started It was going to be Everson. so bad, you were going to hit the moving on, and then we've gone to CFP. As soon as you said Everson Griffin, I was like, damn it, this ain't no walk-off. 
right, let's talk college football playoffs quickly. <laughs> we gotta we gotta pivot very quickly here. Uh, college football playoff rankings have come out, and we have for the first time ever a group of five team in the top four. UC sneaks their way in at number four. Uh, no real change towards the top. Georgia's still in there. Ohio State, uh, Alabama. You've got uh, Cincinnati at four, Michigan in at five, and then Notre Dame. Hanging on, baby. Hanging on at number six. So, Scott, my question to you, does UC hold on to that number four spot as we move through the next couple weeks? No, and see, the committee played this all wrong. What they should have done is crushed their spirits even more. They should have had UC at one this entire time. But as oh, the, the wow. end of the season got closer and the committee, like, ha- have them holding at one, but then inexplicably slip to number two the second to last week before the final rankings. And then in the final rankings, uh, and this is all assuming that they still hold out and undefeated, just knock them out of the top four. <laughs> Like they, they actually did it in reverse where they're like, ah, we're going to throw them this bone because they keep winning, whatever. We're, they kind of forced our hand. So here, to shut up the fan base and shut up the national media about how we're screwing everybody over when we're really going to in the end. Uh, we're just going to put them in the top four for now to get the heat off of us. And then when the final rankings come out, regardless of what the hell they do, we're going to make sure they're not in. Mookie, I, I want to ask you how furious – was the college football playoff committee watching that Oregon game on Saturday as Oregon loses and they're like, motherfucker, now UC's got, we got to put him in now. How mad was that committee watching that game? See, I, I think you're looking at, at that all wrong, though. If anything, they were excited because now they're, they're like, look, we just don't even have to pretend to care about the Pac-12. Like It, it ruled out <laughs> that entire conference. Wait, <laughs> Wait, so you, you're saying the committee cares more about a group of five team than they do about the Pac-12. You've got the no, Pac-12 no, no. behind it, group of five. It, they no, would rather kind of, a group of five team in than the Pac-12. No, no, they, 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 don't, they don't care. It wasn't about UC. It was about, okay, well, we're looking at all the teams that are stacking up here that we're going to have to essentially eliminate so that we can get, uh, what is it, the usual suspects, Georgia, Ohio State, uh, Clemson, Alabama in the final. To get to that, they needed these other teams to get out of the way so they didn't have to actually make coherent arguments as to why they would leave them out. So well, that's, why, that's losing, why my theory holds. That's why my theory holds. Exactly. They throw in UC now, and it means absolutely nothing. It's like, just right, throw them exactly. in the token thing. We've still got weeks left until this thing ends. So even if they end up undefeated, eh, we'll fuck them later. They only have two weeks left, though. That's the thing. We're running out of time to screw them, and that's why I was surprised. No, they're not. I was shocked. All the way to the end and still I was shocked they put them in now because now you're going to get the vitriol if you drop them. If they go undefeated and they get jumped, you're going to get even more shit than if you just kept them out from the start that's my point that that doesn't matter the two weeks we have left are two weeks that have some of the most decisive games alabama georgia in the sec championship loser of that people can understand when you keep them out same thing with ohio state michigan when michigan loses again there won't be anyone screaming for them to be able to to make their way back in and weasel back in so again these two solid weeks are going to give quality teams the chance to show how much better they are than a group of five squad that is probably only going to beat ECU by 14 points maybe if they're lucky like it it's going to be easy for them to make those arguments when Georgia blows the doors off Bama Ohio State runs up the score again on Michigan and Harbaugh cries and and 
Coach Day is like, wait, was this a big game? Like, I thought this was just that game at the end of the regular season. We win to, you know, build momentum for the Big Ten championship. It it makes all the sense in the world. Here's like, the thing, though. No, but here's the, the thing. Right. Here's the thing. It's not about the teams that were already ahead of them. Nobody's going to complain. Nobody's sitting there clamoring that UC should be ahead of Georgia or should be ahead of Ohio State. Those are givens. You know, Georgia, Ohio State, one and two, fine. Nobody's gonna. Nobody's upset about that. Bama at three, they're already starting to worry because Bama's got a loss. So if Bama loses, okay, now you've got something to, to discuss there. My bigger thing is... I thought the committee was going to put Michigan at four. I thought they were going to have Michigan jump UC now so that, one, it doesn't matter because one of those teams, either Ohio State or Michigan, falls off anyways. But now you don't take UC out of the playoffs if for some reason Michigan uh, wins this game. Like, there is... The other thing too, it's it's about the teams that are behind UC. You got Oklahoma and Oklahoma State like hanging out back there. They are trying to angle to get the Big Twelve back into the playoffs. That's why those teams have moved up so much over the last couple weeks. Oklahoma State now jumping UC is going to cause so much shit. It would have been easier if they just left UC at five, put Michigan in at four. You got Oklahoma and Oklahoma State playing this weekend. One of those teams could have jumped UC into the top four, and you still keep UC at five. Like, it's just a weird choice to put them in, knowing, and I'm with you guys. I feel like the end game is UC doesn't get in, right? I, I think that they, they will not get in, depending on, unless chaos really happens. I don't think UC makes it in, but now you're going to get even more people pissed off and more fired up if who, they get who jumped. Cares? <laughs> Fuck cares? I was like, say, if the committee is yeah. clearly they don't like care. exactly. If there's one thing the committee has been consistent about, it's that they don't give a shit what anyone else says or what logic yeah, would dictate. They really like don't. they're just gonna do what they do, and what they're gonna do is go into a conference room at a semi decent Marriott uh, the Sunday after all the championship <laughs> games are played. They're gonna sit there on at, behind the conference room tables, and they're gonna wait as the representatives for the different teams and conferences roll in their wheelbarrows of money. And when you see rolls in there with like some graders, skyline, and that <laughs> nasty ass, uh, what do you call it? That barbecue joint with Montgomery the Inn? sauce. Yeah. We've Montgomery got to welcome Inn the Cincinnati sauce. basket. A taste of Cincinnati basket for you guys. Yeah, They're going to look around and be like, who the fuck let this guy in? Like, who, how'd they get past security? Like, we straight cash, homie. <laughs> You know what I mean? You see, will show up. You see, will show up with their AAC crypto best coin. Take truth ever had on this show. Get that red bear. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's not working. I'm so bad. If anyone that deserves to get booed, the... this show it's you, Mike. Where where are you at your, with that sound? There's your walk off. That yes, was that was that was a great take. Also, great use of uh, straight cash, homie. That was yes, that was perfect. That's what I'm saying. That was what put the bow on top of that take. Was the what are you doing here? Cash, homie. <laughs> right? Like, get the fuck out of here. I can't pay my kids' tuition bill with this shit. <laughs> Runny see. chili? What the hell? <laughs> right? Like, God, don't any of your foods in this city have flavor that don't also give you diabetes? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, UC doesn't have the cash to. I don't think that's how that works, uh, but I dig are, it. Are you, I dig are you it. new here? You ain't got the cash. I right. wait. You uh, no. Whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Drew. Mike says pass. Drew, I want you to break down the Notre Dame path to the playoffs. As you're wearing a Notre Dame shirt that has the green screen in the Irish, uh, it's been bugging me all oh, show long. Ironic. Um, Let me see if I can fix that. No, leave it. I think it's beautiful. Keep it. 
keep it right how it is. Oh, that's oh, is, isn't that better? That's so much better. Yeah, that's sure. Uh, all right, go ahead. Give me <laughs> I'm the just Notre Dame. I got a green shirt on today, and I'm, I can wear it. That's, that's <laughs> Give me the Notre Dame path to the playoffs as you see it. Oh, this is so easy, right? We're gonna put up like eighty billion points on Stanford. Um, they'll call the game at halftime because they'll be applying little league pop Warner mercy rules. So that's going to be an easy win. Uh, Georgia smacks Georgia tech, but not by as much as Notre Dame does. Or did. <laughs> then they also go on to beat Alabama who will then at that point have two losses and look like dog shit because Saban will be on the sideline, just ripping helmets off of everyone, including the equipment staff. Uh, so again, now that's just Georgia, Notre Dame in the playoffs, Ohio state's going to do what they do every year. Boat race Michigan again, win a Big Ten championship, and people will be like, yeah, this is normal. Okay, whatever. So there's your third. And then the fourth slot, who cares? Like, honestly, who who honestly cares? Who else are you going to put in that slot? Are you going to put a Wake Forest ACC champion in there? Are you going to put an Okie State Big 12 champion in there? That's, of course, assuming that they can somehow beat Oklahoma, who has, I think, five or six losses at this point. It's just not going to happen. There's no other conference or team with an actually decent argument why they belong in that fourth slot, which doesn't really matter to Notre Dame because they're already sitting number three. So it's to me, it's already a given. Like I'm booking my tickets to that city that they're holding the thing in. <laughs> to the city they're holding the thing. That's the the yeah. type of in depth yeah. coverage you get right here at Craft Brood Sports. The hey, city gotta, they're, where they're holding the thing at, y'all. That, that's that's why I got a travel agent. You know, you just call up. Hey, I'm trying to go to the city with that thing, and she's like, "Say no more, fam. I got you. <laughs> like, I get you on the next flight to the thing." Her, her only question is: we, we using reward points for the hotel, or are we just gonna go straight cash? <laughs> One round trip ticket to the thing. I just, want to get there. I want. I want to see Drew call AAA. Can we do that as a video of Drew just calling oh, yeah. AAA and being like, "Hey, listen, I'm trying to get uh, a trip to the thing," uh, and then just see how long it takes for the lady to figure out where Drew is trying to get to. <laughs> or more like how long it takes for her to give up asking for my membership number. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, ask for your membership ID. Yeah, no, but like the thing, like that thing, I need to get there and I need to get a ticket because they're going to skyrocket in price soon. It'll be, I mean, I'm in. I got nothing else going on. All right, good. We're going to do that. That'll be a fun one. Uh, let's give a shout out real quick to our friends over at Beer Drop. If you need to fill up your beer fridge, look no further than our friends over at Beer Drop. Craftfruitsports.com slash Beer Drop is where you want to go. They got award-winning craft beer starting off at under $4 a serving. It is delivered directly to your door. Just go to that website, fill out your flavor profile. They will curate a box and ship it to you. $5 flat shipping with our link, craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. If you don't want to sign up for one of the plans, you can still go in there and shop and order beers and have it sent to you at that $5 flat shipping. It's amazing. Uh, it's delicious beers. It is the best way to get beers that you don't get around uh, around these here parts. So go check them out, craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. Fill up your beer fridge today. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're looking for your next new truck, trust Rush Truck Centers, the nation's largest commercial vehicle dealer network. Rush Truck Centers has trucks in stock throughout the country, including heavy, medium, and light-duty work vehicles. Plus, they offer a wide range of programs that help coordinate, monitor, and expedite vehicle service and repairs throughout their qualified service facilities. Check out their online inventory today at RushTruckCenters.com. That's RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Please speak to your Rush Truck Centers representative for further details. Sell out. Uh, sorry, the soundboard. It's uh, weak, bro. You do it then. Sell out. <laughs> Scott, you do it now. Sell out. Oh, you sold out for that one, Scott. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Well done, man. Layout. Sell out. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little basketball real quick here, fellas. So this isn't really necessarily basketball talk. It's more just about LeBron trying to fight uh, over the the week and not really fighting. He he had a cheap shot uh, against not really LeBron. <laughs> when I first saw this, I thought, God damn, Detroit stay uh, fighting in fucking the palace, like whether they're in the palace or wherever they move. Like Detroit's just always trying. Little to Caesars now, man. It's Little Caesars yeah, Arena. And well, they're just always trying to start some shit, man. Scott, are, like, you, are you trying to say there's to the day of the malice in the palace? Like, that's fucking crazy. Are you, are you trying to say that there might be something in the water? <laughs> you know, uh, Flint, there's nothing in the water. They don't have water but... I'm just saying Detroit's down down river of Flint. So, oh, well, well you, yeah, you know how it is. There's a whole lot in the water. Ain't oh, supposed yeah. To be. God damn you two. God damn both of you. <laughs> why? What? 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 what All right. <laughs> so I got to ask this question. When this whole thing happened, whenever he, when, when LeBron throws the elbow, uh, he gets suspended for a game for his involvement in this melee that, that occurred. Uh, when it happened, all of the takes that I saw were LeBron's soft. LeBron's a pussy. What a pussy LeBron is for doing this. LeBron's a bitch. I can't believe LeBron is such a dirty player. What a cheap shot from LeBron. LeBron's such a bitch. How is that possible when for the last 18 years or however long LeBron's been in the NBA, all I've heard is LeBron couldn't play in the 80s or 90s. Look at how these dudes used to just punch each other in the head going up for layups. LeBron couldn't handle that in the 90s. And then he does it, and you call him a bitch, and you call him soft. I don't yeah, no, get it. No, no, like, no, how no, can he, we have this both this. ways here? Let me let me go ahead and give you the, 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 the extra color here, Mike. Let me round out this picture because the difference is – LeBron threw that bow and then hid behind Russ. No, no, he didn't. No, no he didn't he hide did. behind he Russ. He did not hide behind Russ because Russ was off in the background looking like the Notre Dame leprechaun. He was not in front of LeBron looking like the Notre Dame leprechaun. He was standing there with the most awkward hands up, uh, not wanting to fight in any way. None of the Lakers, nobody in the NBA really wants to fight. Like, that's the thing about this. Nobody really wants to fight. Uh, I, I feel like... The, the dude from the Pistons did want to fight, and that was the problem because everybody else on the court was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're supposed to just pretend like we want to fight. Why are you really trying to fight right now, man? He's trying like, extra hard, too, fighting oh off God. his he own was, teammates multiple times. He was running times. up and like, down. the fuck down. Did you see when he ran into the tunnel? Like, he finally was like, oh, fuck, yeah. I got him. I'm taking off into the tunnel and, like, sprinted. And everybody was oh, like, oh, shit, this is a circle. Down on, into his eyes. 
laying all over his face. Like he looked, he looked ridiculous. But am I wrong? Am I wrong in saying like, yes, I get it, Drew. LeBron threw the bow and then didn't do anything afterwards. But everybody's saying LeBron's a bitch and LeBron's a pussy. But that's what happened in the eighties and nineties. And now people are like, oh yeah, he's he. That's what a bitch. But that's what they Except did. That's they, what they Bill Lambert in the eighties and nineties. They threw it and then they stood behind it and just bunkered in and said, "Let's go. We're gonna throw hands. Let's throw hands." LeBron, he ran away. He I ran away. I don't think he ran away. He stood face to face with the dude at one point. Well, no, you're right. LeBron yeah. doesn't run unless he's on offense, so he didn't run away. But like, <laughs> you get the point. Uh, that's a, that's actually a solid take, Scott. It, from a LeBron hater standpoint, this is why I wish I wish Christian was here I today. You, I, you always go there, and then I always have to remind you I don't hate LeBron. I got nothing. Scott, LeBron. just run with it. Just go as the LeBron <laughs> hater. What are you doing, man? Why are you Whoa. fucking up my flow? I don't want to perpetuate a myth, though, because people are already, oh, he rides Jordan's dick. Yeah, well, I do, but I don't hate LeBron. <laughs> like, I just don't want to ride it. <laughs> I just want to give it, like, a handy. Like, a look-away yeah. handy. I'm not going to ride it. I'm just going to, all right, yeah, there you go. I okay. admire it from across the room. Like, uh, I would ride it, but I'm good with this one. See, you're also giving LeBron credit for actually throwing a significant strike. Like, it was more like he moved his arm and happened to make contact. Like, that was no, you know, bad boys of old elbow either. Like, okay, then if that's the case, the then thing. if that's yeah, the case, yeah, then the reaction, the then the reaction is a complete overreaction, and the and everybody complaining that LeBron should be suspended for fifty games is full of shit. Like, if there is no. It, the this exposes LeBron haters in every possible way because no matter how you look at this, the the people who hate LeBron are wrong. Because if that's the case, if it was like, well, then it wasn't really that big of a shot; it was just an accidental blow. Then he didn't deserve any suspension. It was an accident. Shit happens. Well, no, he he did because immediately after he did it, he apologized, which makes him look soft. So like, we can't stand for that. Okay, so so what you're saying then is he did not deserve any suspension because it was an accidental elbow. No, he deserved a suspension for being a little bitch and apologizing. <laughs> so you've got you've got Silver calling up LeBron and being like, "Listen, uh, I wasn't going to suspend you, but you were a bitch and apologized, so I got to give you a game." Well, I, I don't think he used that language exactly. Uh, <laughs> it was probably more along the lines of, "Well, I, never mind. I'm at my parents' house." <clears throat> Scott, uh, give me your honest LeBron take on this one. Uh, I don't know what's going on over there. You're I think it was a, just an honest mistake. Like, dude, dude got all worked up, but I didn't think LeBron did anything overly malicious. Like, he immediately stops and looks at him and is like, "You good? My bad." And dude lost his shit. Like, LeBron yeah. isn't known for being a dirty guy. And anytime LeBron has actually gone at anybody, it's been in direct retaliation. And there was no, like, oops, maybe, or we weren't questioning. It was like, yeah, well, LeBron went at, dude. Like, and it happened. I mean, it's happened, like, what, two or three times ever? So this was just ridiculous on dude's part. And I, I don't even know dude's name. He's just dude. Yeah, Love what is it. his name, Drew? Isaiah Smith. Isaiah Smith. I knew it was Smith. Can we show tweet videos on air? Is that a thing we can do? Um, possibly. I don't know why. Check you got a. I got a. Oh boy. I got oh a boy. definitive angle here that shows LeBron did it on purpose. 
Oh, you've got a definitive angle that definitive it was done angle. on purpose. The, the yes. Twitter account is at Zapruder. <laughs> no, 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 dude. No, that's, no, that's a grinder handle. Get it right, dude. Right. <laughs> My bad. All right. Hang on. Let me see if I can pull this up here. Let's see if this will work. Uh, and I, I don't but, know if this is going to if this will play correctly. So you're saying to anyone uh, saying that LeBron didn't Lamo. mean it. Yeah, that guy right there. This is the, need to make it bigger. I don't know. If Watch. I can. He looks, finds his target, and then strikes. That's not the targeting, targeting, targeting. Dude, ejected. What? No. Also, it looks like fifteen flat, fifteen yards. It looks flat, like Smith is like grabbing at his face there too. Uh, if I'm, no, he's if just I'm trying to grab this. a little nipple. Uh, he's trying to rip his tit off, and LeBron. So okay, so you're saying that Mike Hot Willie. So this completely no. So this completely changes your argument from before that it was an accident and LeBron's a bitch for apologizing. Uh, no, I never said that. Okay, man, I can't. I I'm sorry, I can't. I'm sorry, I, I can't keep up accident. with how much you're moving the goalpost. So I apologize for not being able to keep <laughs> up with this. Please being state a family member of mine and trying to argue. With please me state exactly what your stance is on this LeBron situation. LeBron's a bitch. He tried to apologize. Did he do it on purpose? Who cares? <laughs> The dog does, apparently. The say, dog cares like, in the background. She's got all kinds of feelings about this. Uh, all right. Let's talk uh, real quick. I want to get into what No Chill Gill said about it, uh, but I'm trying to pull up the screen. Scott, while, uh, while I download this so that we can show it on screen, I want you to set up how No Chill Gill uh, went about addressing this situation. And then I want you, we'll do a Craft Root Sports Theater. I'll have you read it once we get it on the screen, if that, if that works for you. He, he addressed it, it like when I first saw that he had responded, my thought was if he responded how he should have, he should have just totally called this dude out. And that's basically what he did. Explaining to dude that you, you just you're wasting your time and there was no sense in it letting it get to that point. Like it, it was ridiculous that he did it. But also, yeah, congratulations. You're just a nobody. So no matter what, you were going to come out on the losing end of this, even if you were justified. All right, uh, Drew, did you see No Chill Gill's comments on this situation? Uh, no, I was told to wait for the live reaction segment. <laughs> oh, you did? You were? Who told you that? Because I didn't tell our, you that. Our producer. <laughs> Joe? Why is Joe always coming in here and messing my shit up? That's what I want to yeah, know. know. Uh, all right, hang I on. I've almost got it here, fellas. Give me one second. I should have been a little bit more prepared for this show. Uh, that's on me. I, I apologize. Uh, okay, we've got it now. Here we go. So we're going to do uh, we're gonna do a dramatic reading, Scott, of No Chill <laughs> Gill. Uh, or, uh, please get into character. Uh, you got to – yes, exactly. Get ready. Guns, <laughs> guns on me. Guns on me. Willing to shoot from anywhere on the court. <laughs> Nickname after a random uh, middle 2000s uh, household item, and uh, let's go. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's get the uh, the music to play for you here. This is Scott's dramatic interpretation of No Chill Gill's comments on the LeBron James fight. <clears throat> At the Isaiah Stewart. Hey, brother, I'm going to just be real with you here, shouting emoji. Pack all shit. Pack your winter jackets and boots because your ass is about to be traded to 
Budapest in parentheses somewhere. <laughs> Three laughing crying emojis. I don't know what type of bomba clot blood got in your eye, but you can't charge at the hashtag king like that on TV. 100 emoji. You will be drug tested. Hashtag twice expeditiously. Uh, that says TI voice. Oh, TI voice. I thought you said twice. <laughs> TI voice. Expeditiously. Laughing emoji. Just to make sure that rage ain't drug related. We don't do that in the NBA. You probably haven't read the memo on fight attempts in the the NBA. Number one, don't square up with at King James. At Easy Money Sniper ever. 100 of them. (laughs) Number two, them two light-skinned boys at Stephon Curry 30, (laughs) at Clay Thompson on GS. Don't let your chest get puffy towards them or your ass is done. Angel head emoji. Number three. Only two teams that's allowed to fist fight without any real penalties is wherever at Rajon Rondo, <laughs> at CP3, at sideways laughing emoji. Number four, wait till your teammates get around you and then act tough. In parentheses for the crowd, sell it like WWE. Okay emoji, praying hands emoji. Told you. Um, <laughs> um that's it. Good luck moving forward, my man. Uh, I don't know which emoji that is. Kind of subtle smile. P.S. This was the worst. Or wait, this was worse than the gun and the locker room situation. (laughs) Crying laughing emoji. Some can say this was hashtag attempted murder. Angel (laughs) angel emoji. Uh, grimace emoji only thing that can save you right now is in parentheses mj dropping episode 11 of the last dance and he edits all scotty pippen scenes out <laughs> or in parentheses vanessa bryant dropping hashtag the mamba last season 100 emoji praying hands angel if you think i'm bullshitting ask ask Enos, <laughs> ask at enos canter 11 he got too close to the king back in 2016-17, and the Turkish president been trying to catch his ass ever since. Running emoji, question emoji, grimace emoji, angel emoji. And see. Well done, Scott. Well done. What a great reading. Uh, dude. My favorite part, hands down, is about the light-skinned Golden State <laughs> them light skinned golden state boys. <laughs> and, or, and that, or the fact that he accurately said that the only two people that can fight in the NBA and get away with it are, are Chris Paul and Ray Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> they seriously have fought like 40 times. I don't think they've ever been suspended. <laughs> why why all of the emojis like this had to take forever to type up this had to he had to be there forever typing this up and then on top of that he tags all these people in it can you imagine being steph curry and your phone goes off because you know he only gets notifications for like like verified people, people like right <laughs> yeah he's not getting like every ver- every notification but he gets pe- sure. he gets notifications for people verified so he gets this notification and it's like at no chill gill has tagged you in a post and he's got to be thinking oh what the fuck and then he reads that 
catching strays on a, a situation you had nothing to do with, weren't in the same city, the same state, nothing. And here comes Gilbert Arenas. I, but also underrated, being able to tie himself and make sure that his situation, it's reminded to everybody, Hey, look, wasn't that bad that time I had guns on a plane? Just think about this wild ass <laughs> shit. I'm just saying. Just, just some, remember your boy. No some might call this hashtag attempted no murder. <laughs> I love that he brought in Enos Cantor and was like, ask him about it. He got too close to the king and the Turkish president has been after him ever since. I actually thought when he brought Enos Cantor's name into it, he was going to bring up the whole recent Enos Cantor China thing, and instead he went back to the original stuff. Did you (laughs) did you see uh, that they are now trolling? uh, We talked about the the high school chanting fire Nagy. There was a, a. team that trolled Bronny's Bronny Jr.'s team and they just had a Chinese flag with LeBron's crying face on it and were waving that at the uh at the game for Bronny Jr. Like they are LeBron is is catching heat everywhere. I like how, I, I like how that student or that school didn't apologize. <laughs> you know, kids gonna kid, right? You know? It's where you just claim you didn't see it. You're like, all right, you know, wow. Why someone pointed that out to me? Shoot. I'll keep my eyes out next time. Oh, man. All right. So there we go. This is That's the LeBron fight. That's your basketball news. The Lakers are complete dog shit this year. I don't know if they even make the playoffs. Uh, meanwhile, Golden State is back to being Golden State. And here they are. Just They still don't have Klay Thompson. They're still just unreal uh it's they're a cheat code it's not fair that they've been getting top lottery picks over the last couple years like i feel like it was all just a tank job to for this season and now they're amazing again and they're probably going to win the title and everything sucks also the brooklyn nets are weird like that i still don't understand what's happening <laughs> yeah, there with Kyrie. Yeah, like that's a good way to put it yeah i like i try to they, the Kyrie's not playing home games and they're i don't like people at home aren't even cheering for the, the nets at all yet I don't even know if he's gotten on the court at all. That's a great question, Drew. Is he still getting paid? Uh, I think they said he was going to miss any home games that he wasn't able to play in because that was like a his choice thing. But way games that he misses Ooh, for whatever hashtag reason. his choice. I like <laughs> it, Mike. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's do let's do a quick shout out here uh, before we move on. Let's give a quick shout out to our friends over at Dugout Mugs. Listen, everybody, if you want to drink from a bat just like we do here on the show, go head on over to dugoutmugs.com slash craft. 15% off your entire order. They got metal uh, bat mugs. They got uh, the wooden original bat mugs, bottle openers made out of bat handles and baseballs. It's an awesome gift for the baseball fan in your life. There's great Black Friday deals going on. Uh, uh, this week they've already started them go check them out dugoutmugs.com slash craft use that link if you don't get any of the other deals you can still get 15 percent off with that hit them up dugoutmugs.com slash craft save today mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner 
Sell out. Uh, <laughs> Drew, your turn. Well, Go. The Go. Anyway. I don't know. It's just not playing on the computer. I have no idea what's happening. Huh. Drew. Did, did, did you click it? Yes, I clicked it. It's, here, I'll click it again. You ready? Um, let's click it. Nothing. You should click it harder. That's this is Click me. it harder. I tried. Now, now I got to... I'm not responding. Son of a bitch. Okay. Nope, nothing, Drew. Nothing. And the stream goes down. You do the sellout drop, Drew. Sell out. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, Scott, can you one-up that one? Can I what? Sell-out! Jesus. Uh, all right. Mortal Kombat style there, Scott. I dig it. Uh- wow. aggressive. <laughs> I had to outdo Mookie. I mean, I wasn't gonna be outdone by the white. Boy. That was uh, that was nerve wracking, is what that was. I'm I'm scared for your family after that one. Uh, we're running a little low on time tonight. The best part is uh, that they're probably not even thinking twice about what they just heard. No, like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's Drew, wait, you got paper towels? What'd you spill over there? Uh, nothing. Did you spill your beer? Yes. You said that's twice. You spilled your beer to start the show too. Well, it, it, technically, it was a different one. <laughs> and at the beginning, it was more of it foamed over. This time, it was like it sloshed out of the the neck of the bottle. Ah, oh, I can't take you anywhere, Mookie. All right, let's do a quick do that hockey, fellas. That sounds that sounds good. <laughs> let's do a quick do that hockey. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Uh, Scott, this is going to be uh, an interesting do that hockey. Drew, I know uh, your wife wanted to brag about her uh, fantasy hockey league. Is Jenna still up for doing that? I, I don't know. She's standing right here doing a little dance, and you called her out. So <laughs> what, what are you thinking? Uh, is is the GM of Breezy Boys uh, ready to come <laughs> chat about her success? She, she. I think she's saying she's not drunk enough yet, but... <laughs> Uh, I think you had some really good advice yesterday for all the fantasy hockey owners out there. It, I, look, no one's forcing you to do this, but, but it, come on. If, you, if you're going to give advice, let's about. do it into the microphone where everybody can hear you. That'll be much better, Jenna. Yeah, that's that's the key. She's now disappeared from the room. Oh, okay. She ran away. Well, okay. Oh, oh she, had to, she had to get her corona. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jenna. Oh, boy. Tell us about your fantasy hockey team. What uh, what moves have you made to put yourself in first place? Well, I'm just going to brag on myself for a little bit. Um, so I'm because I sure as hell ain't <laughs> <laughs> five and one. Uh, girls are repping it over here. <laughs> by the way, girls rule and boys drool. <laughs> Or something. <laughs> Wait, what? It's all about the game. That's the that's the whole secret. You got to start players who score points. Absolutely. That's an amazing. Uh, if I had the rap air horn, I would give that one to you, Jenna. That's that's a great take. <laughs> <laughs> who is your star? Who's the star on your roster? Um, I mean, Tom Wilson is probably okay up there. No, no. To be to be fair, to be fair, uh, Tom, Tom Wilson is one of the top point getters in our league because we reward dudes who get down and dirty. So for every hit, block shot, 
penalty minute you get, you also get points in our league, not just like those fancy pants uh, Frenchmen would for scoring goals and stuff. <laughs> so that's why Tom Wilson is her star, despite her having Connor McDavid as her keeper for the fourth year in a row. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Scott, would you have Tom Wilson on your team, uh, on your fantasy hockey team? You're the hockey expert. Is that is that who you would go number one overall? Would you have picked Tom Wilson? I would have picked him nine out of ten times. <laughs> there you go, Jenna. You got the endorsement of the hockey expert on the show. Um, try, all right. Try. So, Scott, I, I think you had to step away. Jenna's advice for fantasy hockey GMs is get guys who score points. How do you rank that advice? 10 out of 10. I mean, that's what you're trying to do is score points, right? Like, who the hell wants guys who are not scoring points? Like, that's uh, the most solid advice that's ever been given on this show. Score points, baby. It really is. Uh, Jenna, I want you to be a part of this, too, because uh, as uh, as part of our Do That Hockey, I want to do a little fire dumpster fire, fellas. Uh, it's been a while since we've done this. And today, Team USA announced their they revealed their uniforms for the Olympics. And we also have Team Canada's uniforms for the Olympics. So let's do a fire dumpster fire. Here is Team USA's sweaters. For the Olympics, uh, Jenna. Oh, you reacted immediately, Jenna. Fire or dumpster fire on these sweaters? I mean, I'm gonna say fire. I kind of like them. I think they're kind of old school. They are a little old school. Uh, we've got the white kit is the the main jersey with a blue stripe, uh, USA and white lettering on the front. But there are two alternates that are both blue uh, with white USA. One has a red stripe. One is just solid blue. Drew, fire or dumpster fire? Oh, this is, this is absolutely fire. Uh, uh, like Nana said, uh, these things got that nice retro look. And I tell you, if this looks good on Keenan Thompson, it'll definitely look good on our boys. So <laughs> fire all the way. It does feel very Mighty Ducks, too, uh, with these uniforms. Uh, Scott disappeared again. I don't know what's happening over there in the Kaiser household. I was going to say, when I first saw the white uniform, I was like, these are trash. And then I saw the blue alternates, and I'm like, oh, wait a second. Those look good. I wish the blues were the main uh, uniforms, not the white. I, I'm not a fan of the white, but, man, those blues look super solid. Uh, Scott, fire or dumpster fire? <laughs> Go on with dumpster fire. These things are not good. Why are the sleeves... The sleeves don't look like they're baggy enough. They look entirely too damn tight. What is Nike doing with these? Like, they look more like soccer jerseys than anything else. You know what? Go ahead, Jenna. So the only thing that I have an issue with is if you are big chested, like some of us. (laughs) Drew. It may, it may just, you know, accentuate the girls. But, I mean, I guess it's really what you're, what you're, you know really trying to show off like there, can we do a little uh, I, can we do a sip chug jain, drain pour on these three like, yes hands down i'm i am sipping the dark blue with the red stripe i am chugging the uh lighter blue with the dark blue stripe and i am drain pouring the white hands down easily what do you, you got one well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna drain pour the the dark blue without the red stripe. I don't like those. What? At all. That looks so I good. Think I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sip you. the red stripe and, and then I'm gonna chug the whites. Like I mean, you know, they're just home. 
Reynolds. But yeah, I, I don't like that dark blue one without the stripe at all. <sighs> I'm with Scott. Speaking speaking of uh, red stripe, wonder where the boy Rusty's up to these days. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite drop in, Drew. Uh, what can I say? I, I would definitely sip the white, though, because then everyone would be able to very clearly see the blood that I've given for my country. That's actually a good take. I like that one. Uh, well, let's let's also look at our friends from the north because they unveiled their hockey uh, sweaters and they, they show the full uniform in this un- unveiling. These are Canada's uniforms. They have white with a red leaf. Uh, they got some red stripes on the side. They've got a red uniform with a black maple leaf and black stripes on the side and at the bottom. And then a black uniform with a black leaf outlined in red with red stripes on the side. Uh, Drew, you reacted violently yeah, to these geez, immediately. These are, these are fucking terrible. Fire, dumpster, fire. Dumpster, fire. Recycling fire. Because this looks like when Dwight Schrute like, took Recyclops way too damn far. <laughs> like, it starts out with, what the hell is going on here with this white top on top of all these other just blocky colors? goes into something else where it's like, hmm, well, someone found the invert colors tool in their paint box (laughs) and then ends up with this. Oh, you know, we don't have to recruit these players like they we get to pick the ones that come on the team. We don't have to, you know, play to teenagers and and try to get them to think the the unis are fly like they're going to come play for Team Canada. Why do you put this shit out? Jenna, are you in agreement with Drew's take that these are dumpster fires? Absolutely. I mean, they, I don't even know. Like, what are they trying to do here? It's like almost like a really bad version of like a Spider-Man or something. (laughs) I I, I just, I just can't get behind it. Into the Canada verse, Scott fire dumpster fire fire, but I'm making two switches. I'm making two switches. There need to be red shorts for the the white version and red shirts also for the black version. Like I know what they're going for with the all black, but I think the red shorts breaks it up a little bit and the red shorts with the white ones uh, I think makes makes more sense if you're going to have the black gloves because the, it looks kind of funky to have the the black shorts with the black gloves. Like I, I don't know what they were thinking there, but yes, I think they're fire. They, they just need to add red shorts to the mix. Did they go to play it against sports and just be like, hey, we're just gonna put some of this stuff together? Like we don't really got anything, but this will work. I, I think they're better than the USA ones for sure. I was gonna say I I would totally rock these over the Team USA ones. These are so fire. These are so fire. I loved every one of them. Like each one, I was like. Uh, I because I the first time I saw these I saw them in order like one at a time and I was like ooh that white one looks clean and then I saw the red one I was like ooh that one looks real good and then I saw the all black I was like oh shit Canada just brought the heat baby these uniforms are sick nothing friendly about this no that is right here this is not your Canadians that they're all oh it's so intimidating. And this is fuck you, Canada. Yeah, this oh, is man. this is Canada know, being like, we're gonna fuck you up, eh? And then you have to just sit there and take it. Oh, it's so good. Okay, so we're let's do win gold and then pour maple syrup <laughs> on your dead corpse. <laughs> let's do a sip chug drain pour on these three. Uh Scott, sip chug drain pour the Canada unis. Uh, I'm drain pouring the white because I, I, I dislike them the most as far as like the the, the color. But I, I mean they're they're good, but I, I think that the red shorts would look better. 
you know what? I'm just gonna go in reverse, like, like kind of like you. I, I'm sipping on the uh, the black ones. I'm chugging the red ones, and I'm drain pouring the white ones. Drew, you're shaking your head. You can't drain pour all of them. Drain pour them all. We're fucking American. Not to back up north where they belong. The Look, gold, the, the ice, the, the gold's ice coming back to the U.S. of A. Baby was doing their goddamn job. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Jenna, respect the game. Sip, chug, drain, pour the Canada uniforms. I'm sorry, I can't. Um, <laughs> I'm going to chug to forget them and <laughs> pour out for all. I had a girl. All right. Well, then, you know what? Since you guys won't respect the game, neither will I. Sip in all of these. These are all fucking <laughs> fire. These are amazing. <laughs> I'm grounding Drew for his language. <laughs> At least so a- you won't see him for about, <laughs> I don't know, two months. Drew can't come out and play. At least I didn't get booed. <laughs> you did not. You're lucky. You're lucky the soundboard didn't work, but I don't know if you even earned one, man. I think you uh, I think you stayed clean tonight. It was yeah, a clean yeah, sheet. Real, real clean, real tight, you know. <laughs> clean sheet but, for Drew tonight. Me. No booze. And actually some rap air horns. Three, if I can count correctly. You should do the show from your parents' house more often. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jenna, anything you want to add in uh, from Do That Hockey? Anything we should be wor- looking forward to this season? No. Uh, you know... I'm just excited. You know, actually, there's one thing is I'm real pissed because I can't watch any goddamn hockey because it's never on. <laughs> Isn't it on ESPN now? Isn't it more available than it's ever been? No. In, in theory, it is, but it's never it's never on there. <laughs> it's so yeah. It's Every time I log into Hulu, it's like live now. Here's games that you don't care about. And I'm like, oh, OK, cool. Yeah, Mike, you, you know, that's a lie because Hulu doesn't actually have live sports. <laughs> yes, you I know, know your feelings about Hulu and yeah. their their live sports that are slightly delayed uh, by a, a yeah. fraction of a second. <laughs> uh, all right, Jenna, you want to hang around and do the uh, the end of the show here? Sure, why not? All right, good deal. Real, real quick, guys, before we get out of here, uh, I got quick uh, golf Scott news. Scott already left. Yeah, I know. Scott left. Uh, but I got a quick golf story for you. Playing a game of whack fuck here. Whack. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was the match. The match is back. Bryson. He's in it. Bryson and uh, and Brooksy, they're playing this week. Oh, I can't. Wow. I can't wait. Be ready for it. The match. Full recap coming next week. Playing a game of whack fuck here. Whack. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Uh, talk about these beers we were drinking. Scott, what was in your mug tonight? I was drinking pumpkin pillows. It was a pumpkin pie ale from Rugged Mountain Brewing Company. All the good stuff that you would expect a pumpkin pie. Look, I'm not going to go in depth with this one. This was fucking delicious in the upper tier of pumpkin beers and uh, rating it on the Thanksgiving side scale. I started off saying it was stuffing, which is right below mashed potatoes for me in that upper echelon. And I'm going to stick with it. It's not going to surpass the, the, the pumpkins of the world, but it's going to rest right near them. And I, I enjoy pumpkin pillows. Scott, how many more pumpkin beers do you have? 
Uh, let's see. One, two, three more. Three more weeks. Wow. So you're going to be all the way to Christmas drinking pumpkin pies, basically. Uh, I mean, pumpkin beer starts in Thanksgiving, and we don't stop ignoring pumpkin and pies and things along those nature until Christmas is over. So I feel like it's fucking fitting. <laughs> all right. No, no, it's good. It's very good. Uh, Drew, what were you drinking and right on the Thanksgiving side scale? Uh, so I had, I like romantic walks through the produce department by something <laughs> brewery in Brighton, Colorado. Uh, I originally started off with uh, a different side and I'm going to switch it up because it was good. But at the same time, it was another one of those beers that poured really foamy and just kind of got everywhere and got sticky and it was all right. It was okay. Uh, so I don't know. I have no idea. I honestly have no clue. Like in my world, there's only like three sides to Thanksgiving: uh, mashed potatoes. I lied. There's four: mashed potatoes, stuffing, mac and cheese, and gravy. That's it. Uh, so you know, if you're if you're not one of those four, I just don't even recognize you at the table. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Good deal. Uh, Jenna, what were you drinking and rated on the Thanksgiving side scale? I mean, I was drinking Corona. So <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's pretty much in the middle. You know, I would say it's a green bean casserole. You know what you're getting? <laughs> you, you just know? you have to eat it because it's there. You don't right? really. I mean, I love it. I love it. I love <laughs> green bean casserole. Exactly. It's a nice salad. You know, Corona's a good go-to. It's just yeah. It's just like you're just like, well, this is here, so I'm gonna have it. But I really yeah. wish it was something different than this. But since it's here, like I'll enjoy it. It's fine. But I'm not not gonna like go out of my way to find it. Um, all right, fair <laughs> enough. I was drinking face down brown ale from Telluride Brewing. Uh, I'm gonna rate this one rolls. Because rolls are very, uh, those are an underrated side. And I love the roll. Here's why I love rolls on Thanksgiving. Because at the end of the meal, when you still have all that leftover gravy on your plate and you get the roll yes. and just use it to soak up all the gravy, oh, perfect way to end it. I laugh when people eat their roll. I'm like, what are you doing? You, you're wasting your roll early. You got to save that for the last thing you eat so you soak up all the gravy. Wait, so are, roll. Are you, are you a one roll household? Well, you know, we just, uh, we're still figuring out the numbers. Because here's the problem. When you got kids, sometimes that's all kids eat is rolls. So you got like the five-year-old eating four rolls and it's like bro that's you gotta pay you can't just and, eat and rolls and that's all they like do four rolls yeah. yeah that's how that works you know you can't get them off them cards early you know you end up with the, one of them honey boo boo kids honey boo boo that shit ain't good for nobody you know <laughs> Drew, you seriously, you seriously need to do the show from your parents' house every week. This is amazing. Yeah, this is the most fun you've ever run. <laughs> Maybe you just need Jenna sitting next to you instead of sitting like on the other side of the room judging you. Like she needs to be right there just staring at you because you have brought the heat all night long. I've been super impressed with you. Well, hey, you know, when, when you take four, five, six weeks off, this is what you get. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Then we'll see you at Christmas, Drew. Uh, <laughs> so, Brown, tell your eyed face, Don Brown, uh, is a roll. Uh, this has Holiday been a day episodes only for Drew. Yeah, Drew. <laughs> We're going to see Drew Christmas, uh, and then he'll pop back in around Valentine's Day, and then he'll be here for sloppy, drunken St. Patrick's Day, uh, and then we won't see him again. Uh, to Memorial Day. <laughs> <laughs>
this has been a this has been a damn fun one, guys. Uh, we couldn't drink together in person, but this was a good time to drink uh, via the the speakeasy, the virtual boys. speakeasy. Thankful for you guys. Yeah, thankful, thankful for, for thankful for the outlet. Oh well, That's Scott great. just stole my thunder because I was gonna thank uh, you guys and thank the audience, but Scott oh, went ahead well, and did that. Know. So. White man has to do everything first any other time. Not this time, son of a bitch. <laughs> race card. Yes. Bookend it with race cards, baby. I'm thankful for the race card. <laughs> <laughs> what do, yeah, but what about the other 51 cards in the deck, Scott? <laughs> no, Scott only cares about that one. He cares about one card and one card only, and that's the card Slip he pulls. Right out of my wrist. As often. <laughs> I believe I brought the Trump card with me. No, not the Trump card. That's different than the race card. Not very much, but it's kind of different. Uh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit darker in shade. <laughs> so is the race card a spade or a club? Whoa! Okay, guys, this has been a super fun show. It was great hanging out. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys. Uh, be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram, Macrafty Sports. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Click that bell so you know when we go live and we post new content. Shout out Belly Up Sports. Go hit them up, bellyupsports.com. Tons of great content. Be sure to subscribe and review wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe and review to all of the podcasts on the Belly Up Sports Network. Corner Booth, Tailgate on the Quad, No Credentials Required, Two Drunk Brothers, Tons of great podcasts. Go hit them all up. Uh, subscribe. Give them your ear holes. Thank you guys for real for for tuning in, for listening to us blabber on each week. It is awesome to see everybody uh, chime in. So thank you all. We will see you next week. Cheers, everybody. Fire Matt Nagy. <laughs> <laughs>